think there's probably two two sessions at Sane Out that I think could do a great job of straddling either the small business owner or the large business owner. And and one of those is this is the PMP Industry Insider Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome out to another episode of the PMP Industry Insider Podcast, where we take a look at what is changing in the industry and we take you to the front lines for those that are driving those changes. As always, I'm Donnie Shelton, owner of Triangle Home Services, as well as Triangle Pest and Triangle Lawn. With me is the ever-present, uh, always joking, dashingly handsome, I don't know what else to give you, Dinger Dan, but but it's going to cost a lot of money. If I, I think keep you're going, about so. halfway there, but uh, Am I about halfway whatever. there, Mr. Dan Gore, Dan, yeah. say okay. So just let's hey. just do this here. It's it's you, it's your company, it's the topic, and it's our awesome guest, and I think it's our sponsors. So let's do that. Okay, so let's talk about uh, uh, me. <laughs> uh, it's Dan Gordon. Hello, uh, PCO bookkeepers, PCO M and A specialists, uh, sponsors. Uh, Coal March by Workwave, if you need digital uh, marketing, uh, uh, coalmarch.com, visit them. Uh, PestSure, for those who need insurance specific to the pest control industry, visit them at pestsure.com. And uh, you may have heard the news that we've expanded our PMP industry offerings to peer groups in partnership with uh, an industry veteran, David Billingsley. Uh, to learn more, go uh, back and listen to episode 136 or visit pmpindustryinsider.com backslash peer groups. And today we have a special guest and we are talking about uh, what industry members and I guess uh, anybody else who uh, is go- or are going to visit uh, Pest World 2022, which is taking place in Honolulu. Oh, Dan, you're doing so uh, great. For- you were there. What I what did I do? Okay, what? so it's 2023. Just, just FYI, yeah. it's not 2022. Yeah. So you're, oh, you're just let's, let's just move it up. A I'm year living in the past, and, man. Hey. I'm living in the past. All right. Hey, you know, 2020 so, did a number on everybody. Let's let's give them a break. <laughs> so, so you want to hear something funny? This is all written out for me, and it says October 17th dash 20, but it doesn't have the years. So the only thing that I didn't read, I screwed up. So, but it's up. Okay. But it's up. But hang on for for. Just, just, I'm going to defend a little bit here. What yeah. you can expect from Pest World, it actually says 2023 for, for just for the record. But, but to, today, Man, it, it says it says Pest World 2023 taking place on Alulu, uh, October 17th. Let's, let's introduce our guest and get period. into the topic. Yes. So there go. we go. All right. So, anyway, let's introduce our guest. Our guest is Dr. Michael Bentley, who I've known for quite a while. He's the vice president of training and technical services for MPMA and also serves as executive director of the Pest Management Foundation. He's a board certified entomologist who holds a PhD in urban entomology from the University of Florida. Prior to earning his doctorate, Mike spent five years working in the pest management industry, where he held multiple technical and operational roles for a nationwide pest control company. Hey, uh, Michael, welcome. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on. And, and wow, that was that was Ooh, a great introduction. Can I pay hearing. you guys to come introduce Johnny, me? Are you hearing everywhere? <laughs> yep. My speaker. Yeah, so it looks like Dan lost his thing, but Mike, yeah, it's thanks for thanks for jumping on, and uh, it's great to have you on. And um, you know, just, yeah, we've been watching the work that you guys have been doing has been great. We thought it'd be just a fun episode to talk a little bit about what's going on at Pest World in Honolulu, what you guys have been up to, um, and really kind of what you've been focused on. But but before we get into that, um, you know, 
this the hey donnie podcast. i'm back okay, I great. Had some tech yeah, yeah. okay good yep all right just before we get yep. to the podcasts you know one of the things that we wanted to talk about is we're recording this in uh like on september 13th and we just got the news we'd really like to express our condolences to the family of bob rosenberg and those in the pest management community who knew and respected him um i know for me personally bob was hilarious i knew him as i was growing up in the industry i could tell several stories about i mean i just remember every time i was around him he was just so you know he had such a magnetism about him and i would just laugh because some of the things that he would say and do but he was a huge huge influence in the industry and an influence for good and you know dan and mike just i don't know what you guys um if you have any stories or anything you want to share about bob but we certainly here in the podcast we just we absolutely want to express our condolences he was a huge um positive impact on our industry and we just want to recognize that dan or mike you yeah, guys i i i mean i i know that i leaned on him quite a bit as i was growing up in the industry and he was a really good guy and always you know uh, willing to take a call, have answers, and uh, that was uh, pretty cool. But uh, uh, Mike, what, what, what uh, any fond stories that you have about Bob? Yeah, sure. I mean, it, you know, first off, I mean, I, I appreciate you guys taking the time to 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 speak about this. You know, it was it was certainly really tough news for us as a as a team and as an organization. Um, you know, the the NPMA staff. I mean, we're all like a big family, and uh, I was incredibly fortunate enough to have overlapped with Bob. In fact, Bob was part of the original group that interviewed me for this job, and uh, you know, much like you guys have said, he's just he's an energetic guy. He's charismatic. Um, he could he could hold the attention of a room, and he could be the most polished and professional guy, but he could be so casual and down to earth at the same time. And, um, you know, we, we, we meet, um, we have a, a formal meeting and formal discussion, um, and then followed the next day by, uh, the way that we hold our interviews for our technical team is you have to come in and, and give a talk to the entire, um, event, uh, to the entire staff here. Um, and so he comes and picks me up, um, and I'm, I'm waiting in the hotel and I've got my, my suit on and I'm polished and ready to go. And this guy shows up out of breath and just completely sweaty in gym clothes. And he's like, all right, let's go. And it doesn't really introduce himself to me or anything. And I mean, we just spent the day before hanging out. So I, I, I was like, I think that's Bob. And I blindly get in the backseat of this car and there's gym clothes in the back, two big duffel bags. And, um, and for anybody that has not had the luxury or pleasure of driving around in Washington, D.C., it is an incredibly defensive driving area. So a lot of stop and go traffic, a lot of having to kind of navigate through traffic and um, and a little bit faster pace than maybe what I was used to from where I was moving from this little college town. And so we're kind of, nobody's breaking the law. I want to dis disclaimer, nobody's breaking the law, but we're going pretty fast and we're, we're, we're cutting through traffic. And, and I haven't really gotten a good look at either of the people sitting in the front seat. They're both sweaty in gym clothes. And I'm looking at these two gym bags next to me thinking, did I just get in the back seat of a car that's maybe part of like a bank heist or something? <laughs> I, 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 where, where are we going here? And and sure enough, we show up to the office and um, yeah, and just in true Bob fashion, just jokes the whole time, and uh, you know, it just made you feel so comfortable. And I mean, he could he could carry that same that same weight and magnetism and, you know, jumping in the car when you're in a suit and he's sweaty in gym clothes uh, to him coming in in a suit himself and, and holding, holding court in front of, you know, regulators and, and other industry folks. And it was, 
it was incredible to have had the opportunity to work alongside him. Um, it's amazing to see the impact that he's had on the industry. And uh, it's certainly understated to say that he is going to be truly, truly missed. It's we're still yeah. trying to adjust to the news. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well uh, our condolences to his family, to the MPMA community. Um, yeah. Just a terrific guy. So anyway, all right. So let's, before we jump into the preview of Pest World, uh, mm-hmm. wanted to briefly discuss MPMA, uh, areas you're working on, uh, talk about some of the initiatives, legislative, PR, member benefits, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so talk about some of that. Sure. So um, probably the, the the place that I would want to start with the most and the thing that I'm most excited about personally is our, our technical team, one of our, our primary roles um, and focuses on is on helping to develop technical tools and resources to help train the industry. And um, our team has been incredibly busy over the last year. Um, we've developed some uh, a new line of um, educational pest posters, uh, which each one of our posters focuses on a specific pest group, um, provides identification information, range and control information for a number of different common pests found within those pest groups. Uh, we've had this series available for probably the last 15 or 20 years. Uh, so it was it was due for an upgrade and a facelift. Um, and we just launched it uh, about nine months ago now, a completely new poster series that includes a total of 15 posters. So that would be three more than our, our former series of 12. So we've got three new pest groups, including ticks, which is our fastest growing arthropod disease vector in the United States. Um, and some other great pest groups. So uh, really excited to see the launch of that. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things that when we when we watch, anytime we see shows that a pest control company is featured on, oftentimes it's really cool to see in the background the pest posters that are hanging on their walls. So it's been a staple of the industry for a long time. And to see the, the new version of this come out has been pretty exciting. Um, another big focus from our, our team has been developing new online training tools and resources, um, certainly with you know everybody fully embracing virtual training and uh, distance education. Um, understanding that's an important uh, asset and uh, resource for the industry. So our team has been hard at work developing a number of new online training courses, uh, most of those being focused on uh, specific pest groups. Um, But essentially, the goal is that uh, we're going to be developing an an entire new lineup of courses that are going to be bundled together to provide a, a new training course focused on associate certified entomologist certification. Um, so it'd be a, an ACE training cool. bundle. Yeah. yeah so cool. yeah. Uh, it's fantastic certification available uh, through the ESA and the industry. Um, and uh, we we have an older version of that training, um, the, the outline now, uh, but this new course setup is going to add some new pest groups to that and, mm-hmm. and make a more well-rounded um, online training program. So really excited about that. Well, we're, I can tell you at Triangle, we're, we're big fans of the ACE program. I, I feel like it does a lot for the folks who go through it and they get a lot out of it. So it's it's exciting to hear. And if there's one soundbite I just heard you say was that ticks are the fastest growing. It's just, so just, you know, our editors, that's that's a great soundbite because, you know, I'm a marketing guy. And I just think when you said it, I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> a great soundbite. Well, yeah. it's 
It's insane. I mean, you know, with 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 Lyme disease, and you know, it's and and we'll talk about invasive species here shortly. But you know, there's there's some new tick species that have been introduced in the United States that we've found in the last few years, and you know, we're we're constantly learning new things about new pests that we're dealing with now, um, as well as pests that have been around for a long time, like German cockroaches and those sorts of things. And that's a great thing about the industry, right? Is nothing stays the same. We're constantly developing, evolving. Uh, we're learning new information, learning more about the pests that we're dealing with and the tools to help control them. Um, but yeah, ticks are one of those things that it's it's pretty terrifying. I mean, you know, when you look at the long list of diseases that ticks can spread, I mean, to me as a as a carnivore, as a, as a meat eater, alpha-gal syndrome, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. That one is, uh, it's constantly in the back of my mind. I spend a lot of time outdoors with my wife and our dogs. Uh, we're always hiking, and um, I know some folks that have that have had this um, that have gotten alpha gal syndrome. Essentially, what it is is your body develops an allergy to proteins and meat, so red meat, oh, um, based oh, yeah. on a response, yes. uh, an allergy response you get from uh, from being bit by a tick. So, and it's there's no cure oh. for it right now. So, oh, oh boy. Oh. Wow. All right. Well, let's yeah. let's get into that now. I want to transition a little bit because we obviously we have Pest World 2023. Mm-hmm. 20, uh, we have Pest World <laughs> coming up. And you know, it's exciting. It's gonna be in Hawaii. Um, the dates looks like everything's gonna be kicking off. It looks like around Monday, October 16th, and then it rolls the whole week, just kind of a typical pest world. But wanted to talk with you, Mike, a little bit about just kind of, can you give us a little bit overview of the educational sessions that we, that you guys have lined up for this year and kind of like, you know, if the PCOs, obviously, I think most of them will be jet lagged. We do have some PCOs that are in Hawaii, uh, but I think the vast majority are here on the mainland. Um, just what to expect besides waking up stupid early and going to bed really early um, and, you know, what they can expect as far as attending the show in terms of education. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, this is our favorite time of year. Um, it's is we spend all year long putting this program together, and uh, there's a lot of thought and consideration that goes into it. And a lot of that is focused on where we hold Pest World. So, for those folks that may not be familiar with our Pest World Conference, it's an annual uh, global event. Uh, we've got folks from all over the world that come in to attend. And it moves locations every single year. Um, and our meetings team plans out where those locations are going to be 10 years in advance. Our technical team plans that program over a year in advance. Um, I was just speaking with you guys earlier saying, you know, we're, we're right on the heels of about, uh, we're soon going to be starting to plan our Pest World 2024 program here uh, shortly after Pest World 2023 ends. So um, this is for us the most exciting time of year because we finally get to see that uh, that program planning come to fruition. But you know, for folks, what they can expect, it, we, we've got over 50 different educational sessions on the program. Um, the way that our program is, is broken down is it starts on Wednesday, our technical programming anyway, our educational programs. They start on Wednesday and they end on Friday. Um, one of probably the, the the biggest changes for this year that folks can can expect, you guys mentioned that folks are going to be probably pretty jet lagged. The majority of our attendees at this conference are going to be coming in with a three to six hour time change. Um, we plan for that. So usually our programming starts around one o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday and goes till 530 to six o'clock uh, Wednesday and Thursday. And then Friday ends a little bit sooner. Well, this year, one of the, one of the big changes um, is that we're going to have our programming. Our first session kicks off at nine thirty in the morning on Wednesday. 
So <laughs> we'll have, uh, so we're taking advantage of what we expect everybody to be early risers, whether they plan on it or not. So, oh, yeah. um, especially that Wednesday and Thursday. So sessions are going to start earlier. They're also going to end earlier. Um, we understand that we're in a really unique place, right? We're in Honolulu, Hawaii. It's beautiful there. We have an amazing lineup of additional, uh, receptions. There's all sorts of amazing events and things that, that we'll talk about here shortly um, that we want to make sure folks have time for. So that educational sessions, um, those are going to start off a little bit earlier this year than normal. Um, yeah, I mentioned that we're in Honolulu, Hawaii. When we put together the program, we take into consideration where we're going to be at. Um, and from a, an entomologist perspective, Hawaii is a really unique place. It's an island system. And it's difficult from a pest management perspective to talk about island systems without also talking about invasive species. Um, so invasive species management, particularly in these contained island ecosystems that are particularly vulnerable to non-native species introduction, um, it's it's a really important topic. And so some of the world's leading researchers on invasive species management are found in places like University of Hawaii. Um, they've got some amazing research groups uh, that work out of Hawaii. So uh, we're going to take advantage of that. So the nice thing about our programming is we've got an amazing lineup of technical as well as business sessions. From the technical side, we're certainly going to, uh, you'll notice that we're going to highlight and underscore quite a few sessions that touch on invasive species management. Folks from the University of Hawaii, they're going to be talking about some really exciting new research with hydrogels um, that, that are used for ant, ant management. And then um, we've also got some some other sessions uh, to, to highlight uh, some really incredible things. Uh, one of those sessions is from Dr. Faith Away out of the University of Florida. Um, and her session is going to mostly focus on the important role that pest management professionals actually play in identification and uh, and and base uh, essentially being a first line of defense for invasive species management. You know, pest management professionals are in the field all day, every single day, seven days a week. And one of the most important steps to managing an invasive species is noting when it first is introduced. Um, so pest management professionals have a unique opportunity to uh, identify something that may be out of the ordinary in their area um, and uh, really play an important role in that. So our session's gonna focus on that. But you know, like I mentioned, we've got technical sessions, but we also have a huge, huge number of incredible business development sessions as well. Um, one of those sessions this year, uh, taking advantage of where we're at, um, is uh, it's a panel session. Mm -hmm. It's called Building Brand, Culture, and Legacy, Building More Than Just a Pest Control Business. And um, this one, I think, is, is particularly unique in that it's bringing together three global business leaders um, that are going to each talk about some really unique aspects of, of their businesses. Um, essentially, all three of these different companies have, have kind of changed the way that uh, we think of a traditional pest control service business or a supplier business um, for the industry. Um, yeah, they've they, one company, its name it, uh, has become synonymous with sanitation. It's one of the largest pest control businesses in all of Asia. And um, their name is synonymous with sanitation and public health protection. We've got another company who has completely reimagined what employee investment and employee satisfaction really is um, and found a unique way to not only invest in their employees, but ensure that their employees are invested back in the company. 
Um, and then we've got another company uh, that that's also based out of Japan that um, has has taken a it's a generational business that they've taken a unique approach to um, expanding what was originally a smaller company located in Japan um, and, and making it a worldwide international business and finding some really unique success and, and reimagining how their company's culture could take advantage of that. So pretty, pretty exciting stuff. Um, I, in terms of variety, I think that it's hard to find a more robust lineup of technical and business sessions out there. And, uh, I, I know I can't wait to sit in on a couple of these sessions. That's for sure. So, so, uh, from, from your perspective, I know you're into the, uh, scientific end of it, but, uh, I guess, uh, in the past, what has been the biggest drawers? Has it been the technical sessions? Has it been the business sec- sessions? And what do you expect to be the biggest drawer this year uh, as far as sessions go? Mm, that is, man, that's a hard question. Um, you know, it's, there. there's always, uh, I'll say it's pretty evenly split. We'll always have a couple technical sessions and we try to gauge what that's going to be. Um, you know, not every room can seat a thousand people, right? And we have thousands of folks that show up to this event. Um, the entomologist, the entomologist in me wants to say that every technical session is going to pack the house. Yeah. Um, but the way that our educational programming works is we've got six concurrent sessions that take place over three separate one-hour blocks. So everybody can't be everywhere all at once. Um I think this year, if I had to guess, and this isn't playing favorites, disclaimer, I, I think they're all awesome. I can't wait to see uh-huh. all of them. But I, there's there's probably two that I would expect to have a very big draw this year. Um, and one of them is it's going to be a regulatory panel update um, on the state of rodenticide regulations in the United States. Um, I think that's going to be a particularly uh, big draw for folks. Uh, it's a, it's an issue that impacts pest control industries across North America and around the world. Um, and uh, there's currently some some regulatory changes that are on the on the cusp of of taking effect right now. And I think folks are really eager to hear what those changes are um, and to kind of understand how, as a business, we need to to prepare for that and as an industry prepare for that. So I expect that that session to be particularly busy. Um, another session uh, is a, it's a series of tandem sessions that we have, we call thought leader sessions. Um, and these thought leader sessions are typically two sessions kind of switched together. So they're going to be back-to-back sessions. Um, and oftentimes it'll it'll feature some, some keynote speakers that uh, cover a topic or a series of topics over two different educational blocks that run consecutively. Um, And this year, one of those thought leader sessions is a panel of folks that are gonna talk about how artificial intelligence and tools like chat GPT um, are changing the way they do business and are ultimately in forecasting the way they believe it will impact our industry. Um, I've had the, the, fortune of of hearing some of the the thought processes that go into this and maybe some early discussions about how the session is going to go and it is it is wild to hear how some of these tools are being utilized um and i think that folks because it's such a new technology that i think a lot of us are having a hard time wrapping our head around really what this is going to so do that, for us that could be technical that could be technical or business which which do you have it under what what what, what bucket is it yeah, that's a, it's great. You know, I, we have it right now as a business session. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's technically falls under the business side of things. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that you're right. And I, you're going to hear them talk about how 
things like artificial intelligence could absolutely impact things on the technical side of your business as well. I mean, as we start to get into the world of, you know, more, uh, yeah, the, these remote sensor devices and things, the amount of data that we can collect that can be used for forecasting and everything else, it's it's mind blowing, right? It's it's pretty impressive. So um, I think it's going to be a particularly interesting session that a lot of folks are going to attend as well. Well, I, the other part of that is is that I mean we we use it already to help develop training. You know, I mean a lot of our training materials, you know, not completely, but it's you know Chat GPT AI in general. So far, my perspective is is that it's good for getting you started and it's good for grunt work. I would not like go out and like you know. I would not present based solely on what what chat gpt generated but but certainly i would use it to get me started and certainly i would use it to get you there yeah they definitely get you there so i i do i push out a bunch of content for for articles i use chat gpt or uh you know accounting practice we're using ai to do coding and to minimize accounting work it's it's pretty interesting stuff but i can only imagine on the technical side for for you just the research and just compiling data and whatnot, it, it's going to, it's, it, it's, it's a game changer for sure. So, so one yeah. of the things I was going to say, if, if you're listening, you should really go out to it's pestworld2023.org and the schedules there. And I've just been briefly looking it over. It looks like there's sessions. If you're a CEO on, you know, efficiency for the business is if in marketing, which it's funny because the chat GPT appears to be kind of it's being one of the thought leaders is actually from marketing. So I'm going to be that that's going to be a really interesting session on the people side. It looks like hiring culture and then military hiring military folks. And on the business development side, I'm seeing sessions about DEI, adding wildlife, those types of things. And then I love this idea of building a brand and legacy, building more with um more of the company. But anyway, I, again, Really exciting program. I think so, uh, if you go, you're gonna yeah, have a so, great time. Absolutely. So if if you're a small guy, you know, maybe five, five technicians or less, which sessions would you go to? Or if you're a large guy or a larger guy, several million in revenue, which which do you think will be most relevant to you? Yeah, you know, I I think there's probably two two sessions that stand out that I think could do a great job of straddling either the small business owner or the large business owner. And, and one of those is, is John, you just mentioned this, was the the growing your team with military talent session. Um, so this is a session that's, it's another panel. Um, it's a business session that uh, it's gonna feature two industry experts that are gonna be talking about how they utilize um, MPMA's Veterans Hiring Program. It's a program focused on how to reach out to and tap the hiring pool of, of recently retired um, veterans and bring those folks into your team to join your team. And uh, they're, they're going to be sharing their successes with this program and talk through how they've utilized it from their business perspective. Um, I think whether you're a small business, whether you're a large business, finding the right folks for your team uh, is is never going to be a problem that goes away. And it's never going to be something that 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 nobody has, that that nobody can, is concerned with anymore, right? We're always looking for the the that next best pool of top talent. Um, and I think that you know, it's it's hard to find a better place to look than our veterans. Um, so it's a, it's a really amazing program. I'm really proud of our organization for for putting this together and supporting it. I think it's a, it's a great one for folks. You know, the other one is, and I know that we've already talked about this a little bit, but that brand culture legacy session, I think it's going to be really unique because 
the amazing thing about each one of these companies is they they were they were all generational or they all started very very small and essentially what led to their growth um and that that transcending to that next stage of development was one small unique aspect, you know, challenging maybe the way that, you know, pest management professionals are perceived or how we look holistically at providing public health service protection um, or how we reinvest or invest in our team. Um, it was these small little changes that that may be pretty unique to a lot of us um, and, and kind of hearing their perspective on it, I think is going to be really interesting. And Again, regardless of the size of your company, um, I think that that you know those could be re really useful sessions to to kind of help bring some new tools back, add some tools to the toolbox to share with your team. Um, yeah, you, you guys mentioned tool. You know, we've got we've got an amazing uh, session on DEI, which of course is an incredibly important initiative that I think everybody should uh, should be aware of. That session is going to be fantastic as well. Um, I mean, I know that we've only got 40 minutes. I'd love to gloat on every single one of these. I told you it's it's hard to pick any any one. We've got some amazing sales sessions on there. And then of course our technical sessions are great. But um I think as a as a business owner, it's it's gonna be tough to go wrong. You're not gonna find yourself in a session that I don't think you're gonna find useful. Um, but in terms of a, a couple that I think jump off the page at me, those two for sure. I have to I have to throw this out because it's freaking hilarious. One <laughs> of the sessions is called Let's kill all the lawyers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, if I you guys it. have uh he he's a fantastic speaker. Um oh. and it's Shmuel, I think, is uh he is, yeah. So Shmuel Seminowitz um is an incredibly entertaining speaker. This guy's fantastic. I've had the opportunity to see him present before. He's very funny. Um, and he he leans into he is a lawyer, folks, by the way. So he, is, he yes. when he when he presents this, he is a lawyer. Um, so he he understands the perspective he's bringing to this. Um, and uh, that is that is by far. I mean, if we're going to award the who I anticipate to be the most entertaining speaker on here. Yes, he's he's going to get the room rolling. I promise you that this guy is yes. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I saw that one and I just started laughing because even in the, <laughs> the description, I'm just going to read just one little blurb and then we got a little bit. It's just a, enjoy an engaging session with a seasoned attorney exploring the most common legal and business themes and killing sacred cows like you've never experienced before. <laughs> we'll visit such topics as using and losing lawyers, contracts, one on one, staying out of court, non competes, and restricted covenants. Um, and deciding who owns it, choosing, choosing partners versus going at it yourself, and then of course forums and those. Anyway, it's just hilarious. I think it's going to be oh, that is good. If you're, yeah. if you're a smaller, I think if you're smaller or if you're larger, it's always good to hear. For me, you know, risk management becomes more and more important the more you grow, and something that you have to pay more and more attention to. So, anyway, just a little side note there. Totally. That one made me laugh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely get a flavor for his his sense of humor uh, in his description for sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So uh, besides the PCO bookkeepers and M and A specialist booths, where number six hundred five, where we'll have our annual shameless uh, plug our, alert, our annual <laughs> right uh, alert, <laughs> annual blackjack tournament. By the way, everybody should come. Uh, any other interesting products or services we should look at in the exhibit hall? What, what, other than the, the big PCO bookkeepers booth, what, uh, what else would you get? Well, to? hang on before you do that. And Go I'm going to have yet one more shameless plug. If you happen to stop by the Workwave booth, 
Or if you happen to stop by the Pesture booth, because I know they're both going to be there, make sure you let them know that you heard about them. Even if you've been a customer of them for 20 some years, just let them know that you heard about them on PNP Industry Insiders. Anyway, all right, enough of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's for folks that if this is your first time going to a pest world, I mean, I know you guys are both seasoned veterans here. So you've you've been in that exhibit hall. I mean, just the number 605, that's not a random number. That's the number of booth because of the the volume of booths in, in that location. It's the largest exhibit hall for pest control industry in the world. I mean, it's it's overwhelming. I mean, it's it's part of what makes Pest World so fun. I mean, that is it, my, the the energy in that exhibit hall is amazing. Um, my personally, one of my favorite things to do um, uh, on the MPMA staff is to get to kind of walk in there as everyone's building stuff and putting everything together, and then coming in the first day whenever that ribbon's cut and everything is open and seeing the transformation I and mean, the amount of work you all put into getting those booths ready, the amount of hours you guys put into being there, and uh, you know the, the support you bring to the industry. I, it, it's incredible. And I, you know, hats off to you all for the amount of hard work and effort you guys put into keeping that exhibit hall and that energy up the whole time. It's pretty incredible. I, I got to say. Uh, yeah. So. By, by, by the way, you just come in uh, a day before and the amount of work that gets done on some of these booths and oh. the amount of people working on it. And it, it is truly incredible. And yeah, you guys should make a, a video of uh, just the whole thing going up. It, it, it's, it's, it's pretty it's amazing. It's a city built in a day. It's uh, it, it that's the best way to describe it. It is. It's a city built in a day. Yeah, time lapse video of that would be amazing. And all it takes is just putting up a GoPro camera, which I've got a couple of those. So we'll see what we can do this year. That's a great idea. Yeah, because it it is. So I would say as yeah. a as an attendee, you know, for the last few years, I I have worn kind of two hats at Pest World. One as a vendor and, and one as an attendee, because you know, obviously I have a pest control and a lawn care company as well, but. My strategy, first of all, I will tell you, the exhibit hall hours are hours that I don't cut, meaning that I am in when the exhibit hall is open, I will be somewhere in the exhibit hall because there's just so much to take in. Second, I mean, for me, you know, the the longer I'm in the industry, the more valuable that exhibit hall gets because there's where you find what's new. There you find some, you know, there's everyone has some sort of issue going on with their business. That's where you kind of run into folks who may have a solution. And it's a great time just to talk to other owners, other vendors, just kind of, you know, you can get very, very specific. The second thing is, is my strategy. Okay. Not telling you have to do the Donnie strategy, but here's my strategy for the exhibit hall. Day one, day one, I'm walking around and I'm totally creeping, right? All I'm not, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm walking around and I'm looking at the booths and I'm looking at what's going on. I'm just basically a lay of the land. The second day, I'm having discussions. So, you know, first day is like, what am I interested in? Like last year they had one and me and Dan talked about it several times. They had these drones that were going by and doing inspections. So cool. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. so, but anyway, so day one is kind of lay of the land. Day two is where I'm going to start stopping and I'm going to start having discussions. And then day three are almost exclusively meetings. So depending on what I did on day two, that will turn into meetings on day three as to what's going to change out of that. And I mean, I've bought products. I've bought back when bed bug heating was a big deal. I always bought all my bed bug equipment at Pestboard. So a lot of business gets done. Definitely want to spend your time in the exhibit hall. Definitely want to invest the time. And and I will give Dan a small shameless plug. It was 605. Is that right? His booth. If you want That's to play right. Black yeah. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but what, I, what I will tell you, interestingly enough, Donnie, is, um, you know, that on Friday morning, the hall is quiet. 
and we've been doing this for well over 10 years, that is when I have the best conversations mm-hmm. with people because, yep. you know, the first day they're eating, drinking, hanging out with their friends, walking around. And, and as you said, they kind of uh, narrow it down to the people they really want to speak to. And that Friday morning, if you see somebody that you want to really talk to and, and have a conversation, because it's very difficult the first day or two, because there's so many people and, and, mm-hmm. and the vendors are trying to spread themselves out. But that Friday morning, if you want to speak to somebody, that's when you speak to them. Yeah. So, yeah. So very exciting stuff there, Michael. Anything you want to add before we finish out here? By the way, this has been fantastic. It's got me super excited yeah. about Pest World. Anything else you can think of that you that we should know about or talk about as far as Pest World and learning about NPMA? You guys always have a session about, and I think if you've not attended this session in the last probably two years, you should, which is what is what is NPMA doing or what are my benefits? I, there's always a session on that, and I'm always amazed. But anything else you want to share about Pest World or NPMA before we close out here? Yeah, sure. I've got uh, two quick things that I'll share uh, with the listeners. Um, yeah, and, and like you mentioned, we we will have an MPMA benefits highlight session that's going to be led by our head of uh, our membership team, uh, Matt Hemmendinger. He does a great job. He's got a, a really exciting gamification style session that he he's going to be leading at Pestworld. It's going to be on Friday, um, Friday afternoon. So be sure to to check that out and add that to your schedules. Um, yeah, I mentioned that we when we pick the location for Pest World, um, we, we want to make sure that we embrace and take advantage of all of the amazing things that that location brings to us. And, and it, it would be impossible to have Pest World in Hawaii without taking advantage of the amazing culture that's there, as well as the incredible backdrop and scenery. So you'll notice that a lot of our events and receptions and those sorts of things will certainly highlight those. And, and one of those events that I want to uh, bring to everyone's attention is our uh, the Pest Management Foundation's annual gala event. Um, So this is a special reception that's going to take place on Tuesday evening. Um, And it's a, it's a event that's put on every other year by the Pest Management Foundation. And for those that aren't familiar, the Pest Management Foundation is a foundation that's run by MPMA. Um, And the sole purpose of this foundation is to help raise funds that go directly to um, supporting industry research, uh, as well as um, educational opportunities and scholarships uh, for folks that are uh, coming into the industry, um, as well as you know, young graduate students uh, that are in the industry, and then other outreach efforts. Um, so the funds raised from this gala, which is the single most important fundraising event every other year for the foundation, those funds, uh, ticket sales go directly to that. It's going to be amazing. It's a Lux Luau event, uh, st- theme style event, which um, when our our team told me what that was, I had to Google it. Lux Luau, apparently, according to the Google, is um, a, a kind of a, a fancy but casual Luau style event. So it's going to be beautiful. You've got some amazing mountains as a backdrop. It's going to be amazing. So for anyone interested in finding out more about that event specifically, um, you already mentioned our website is pestworld2023.org. Um, and you can get tickets for that that gala at mpmafoundation.org. Um, and then the last thing I do want to mention is that, um, speaking of fundraising efforts, uh, we have a number, MPMA has put forth a number of fundraising initiatives uh, that have been launched in the recent weeks to help support relief efforts for Maui um, on the heels of the, the tragic wildfires that have, have recently hit that area. Um, we have a number of really important initiatives. Um, there's a lot of opportunities uh, through um, additional events um, and, and other ways to give back. So if you're looking for 
uh, opportunities to help support the, the relief efforts in Maui, or, or you want to participate in something uh, that is going to be directly uh, implicated in helping to support relief efforts in Maui, um, please take a look at our website. We've got an entire web page dedicated to that. And where you can find that is at pestworld2023.org. We've got a whole section uh, called special events. And then under that is support Maui. It's an entire page uh, dedicated to just those relief efforts. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, Michael, this Terrific. has been amazing and fantastic. Like I said, it's it certainly got me super excited about getting, uh, in, you know, Pest World 2023. And of course, I'm yeah. sure you'll see Dan there playing Blackjack and a few other folks. But but really great having you on the podcast. I appreciate you taking the time out to to come on and just give our listeners kind of an overview of what to expect, as well as some of the cool things that you guys are working on. And alerting me to this crazy meat allergies i i do not i love my meat so that's that's definitely we're not we're not going to go there so anyway <laughs> dan anything else before we finish out here no i think that this has been great and we'll see it. everybody who's going we'll see them out there uh, we've got our pco bookkeepers hawaiian shirts all made and uh so we're really looking forward to it and looking forward to seeing you michael and the rest of the mpma staff so yeah it'd be great absolutely thank you guys so much yeah, well, you're very welcome. So reminder, just that all the resources and topics that we talked about, as well as a link to the Pest World show, will be up on our website, pmpindustryinsider.com. Just take a look under show notes for this episode. And as always, we very much appreciate any positive vibes that you have in the form of reviews or ratings and those types of things. And as I always mentioned, if you do have uh, complaints, concerns, any kind of complaining whatsoever, all those should be directed at Dan. And with that, we'll sign off. We'll see you all next time. Take care. <laughs> Take care.